0: Hallelujah. Bless the name of the Lord, and it's great to see you in God's house once again this morning. Uh, we have Holy Communion today, but we are going to have it right at the end of the service because of uh, what I am sharing, what I'm covering, does cover part of the Holy Communion, especially towards the end of the message. So I felt it, it would make a lot of sense. For us to do the in my heart. And the service this morning. Amen. Uh, the month of July, which ended two days ago now, was the month of the evidence of his goodness. The month of the evidence of God's goodness. And uh, Pastor Sunga started sharing about that evidence, uh, but I had to take over from him, as you know, that he doesn't work. So we saw it important that I take ex- a rest and uh, I finish on in that. Um, interestingly, we've come into the month of opus now, but I didn't finish sharing what I Wanted to share last week as uh, one of the evidence of God's goodness. So, last week we were looking at the evidence of God's goodness and uh, we were looking at the compassion of God. So, it was the evidence of God's goodness is compassion. That's what we looked at last week. And uh, so, that was part one uh, from what I was sharing. Today, I just want to share two. Um, and then next week, we can begin to do things as we are in a new life as well. Amen. And uh, our scripture is from the book of Psalm 103, verse 13. Psalm 103, verse 13. And uh, we are looking at the new international version. So I'm reading from the New International Vision. The Bible says, As a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who see him. Amen? As a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion. On those who fear And uh, we tried to look at several things. I think one of the things we were looking at last week was that even before the foundations of the hills were formed, even before everything that was created was created, God knew that climax of his creation, which is man, is going to sin against him. He's going to rebel against him. To the extent that even later on as the sons of men were born and they went from one level of evil to another level of evil, one level of wickedness to another level of God still had a plan that and uh, at a point Christ just had to come and he had to be born as a child walked from planet earth as a child those of us who were in the church service last week we looked at that a bit more deeply and uh, we're basically saying we, we had a young boy. Uh, his name is Anthony. Anthony is uh, less than two years old. So, we were talking, and basically saying, "Anthony's father, but the Lord spoke to you about him, and he happens to be Jesus. But only you and your husband." ones who know that this is a young man that is a person. But he is growing up as a young boy, he is playing with all his friends and everything else that is going on. The question to the congregation is we see him go up, we see him go to king's kids, we see him making noise. And then later on, when he's about 30 years old, he shows up in this world. And I give him the Bible open to the book of my Zion, and it will he goes straight to the basis of the spirit of God. He the spirit of the And yet, the is going to send this And he, the the and he the the and then closes the Bible the Bible says, "All oh, the eyes of the people turn toward you." And as the eyes will turn toward you, it's The Bible it says, "This word has today the been My question is, what will in your do? Because the reaction of the people will not be as this took him and wanted him to throw him off the And as they started dragging him out, the Bible tells us that he just walked. their are And then he went back. So when you look at all that, you begin to understand God's land. And, and uh, we said, when you are looking at the whole character of Christ, in reference to ourselves, you can only conclude to one thing that he was moved with compassion. And uh, we defined, we took the, the definition that uh, Frederick Buckner gave on compassion, that compassion sometimes is the theater capacity for feeling what it is like to live inside someone else's skin. And it is the knowledge that there can never be any peace or any joy for you as a person until there is peace and joy for the other And we saw that when we begin to talk about God's mercy, mercy actually is the fruit of compassion. If the Lord was not compassionate for us and acted on that. We were going to be doomed. And we saw that we started looking at the New Testament and realizing that when you look at the New Testament, Jesus is constantly moved to mercy through compassion. As I started thinking about all these things and looking at the children of Israel, uh, one thing that came to my mind was to say, I think when you look at sin, sin always has a price to be paid by someone. It might either be the redeemer or the redeemed, but there is a price to be paid. And I was drawn to the book of Hosea before we go. We go to the last. Week the rest of our story. The book of Hosea, Pastor Sunga kind of mentioned about that in in his preaching the other week. But it's a very, very interesting book because Hosea is called as a prophet to the northern kingdom of Israel. And when you begin to check all the kings that ruled in the northern part of Israel, the northern kingdom of Israel, there was no king who was good. All of them did evil. One after another did evil. One after, one after another did evil. Now the interesting part of the book of Hosea was that after God sees how far and wayward they have become before you. It also says, says, maybe this thing they're going to understand. So he tells him, go and marry a prostitute called Goma. And Hosea goes to go marry Goma. And they end up having a rich. The first child that was born, was, his name was Jezreel. And he says, okay, you're going to give him the name Jezreel because I'm going to pay back uh, the land." Children, 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 children. And then later on, he says, There's a the girl that is born. Her name is called Lo-Rohama. it's a fish mine. And then he says, And then later on, another child is born, a boy again. And his name is Oami. And there's also a reason. And in order for us to understand God's compassion, before we look at the part that we look at, we want to look at today. If you can, you can turn your Bibles to the Book of Hosea. But otherwise, I'm going to read from my Bible, and I want you to listen because, and and I'm not going to really preach on that. I just want you to hear God's heart. The Bible says in the Hosea chapter one. The tree of life vision, the and fifth wife. The word of Adonai that came to Hosea, son of Beli, in the days of Uzziah, Jotham, Ahaz, and Hezekiah, kings of Judah, and in the days of Jeroboam, son of Josh, King of Israel. When Adonai first spoke with Hosea, Adonai said to himself, Go get yourself a prostitute as a wife and children with a prostitute, for the land is an unfaithful prostitute, far from following Adonai. So he went. And took Goma, the daughter of Iblaim, and she conceived and bore him a son. Then Adonai said to him, "Name him Jezreel, for in yet a little while I will visit the blood of Jezreel upon the house of Jacob, and I will destroy the kingdom of the house of Israel. In that day I will break." the bow of Israel in the family of Israel. Then she conceived again and bore a daughter and he said to him, "Name her, Lo, Hohamah. The meaning being, for no longer will I have compassion on the house of Israel that I should be have. So God, God, God is the that now no longer I have seen enough and at this point in time, I'm deciding I'm no longer going to show them compassion. But God being God, you're going to see what happens afterwards. So as their people are calling him, they know that God has said he will no longer have compassion on us. Listen. But on the house of Judah, I'll have compassion. And deliver them by Adonai. They are gone. Yet not by bow, sword or battle, nor by horses and horses. After she wined Lo Ruhama, she conceived and bore a son. Then he said, Name him Lo Ami, for you are not my people, and I'm not yours. So those three names have been given to these children. For God trying to show them say that ah, enough is enough. I'm afraid And And I want you to know that you are no longer my people. There were even certain moments when God would say, he would speak to a prophet and say, God say to these people. These people. And then he says, God say to these stiff-necked people. God say to these ones. So at this point, God says, I want you to make them understand they are not my people, I'm not their God, they are now on their own. So let's go to chapter 2 uh, in my Bible. It says, Yet the number of the children of Israel will be like the sand of the sea, which cannot be measured. In Instead of you are not my people, being saved to them by well, the They will be called children of Israel. Then the descendants of Judah and descendants of Israel will be gathered together. I will try to explain that later on in the picture. They will appoint themselves one head and they will go up from the land. For the day of Jezreel will be great. Say to your brother's army and to your sister's Ruhamah, Contend with your mother, contend. For she is not my wife, nor I am. Let her put away her fornications from her face and her adulteries from between her so, places. Sometimes when you read the Bible, it says that like. Well, or else I'll strip her naked and expose her as on the day she was born. I think you get the meaning. Then I'll make her like a wilderness. Yes, I'll make her like desert land, and I'll let her die of thirst. I'll have no compassion for her children, for they are children of prostitution. So now, Loami, Ruhamah, and uh, and uh, and Jezreel, they begin to hear God is even saying that He's not going to have even compassion on us because we're children of prostitution. Says for their mother has practiced practiced prostitution. She who conceived them has been shameful. For she said, let me go after my lovers. Who are giving me my bread and my water. My wool and my flax. My oil and my drink. Therefore see, I will hedge her in with thorns. And I will build a wall around her. So that she cannot find her path. What basically there God is now trying to say. As, as we carry on with this story. Is basically saying, okay. I will make sure. To prevent her from keeping going. Because she is keeping going. What was what happening with Goma. Is a very interesting story. What was that even though she was married to Hosea. She still continued practicing prostitution. So what was happening was. The evening would come. She would. Uh, she would dress up. She would, she would go take a shower. Alright. She would go take a shower. After taking a shower. She would go let's begin to assume, so she would go before the mirror, put a foundation, alright, after finishing putting the foundation and all those brushes that women have and do on the face and all that, and do and twizzling a bit of the you know, eyes and then you try to make these eyelashes a bit black, the things that they do, alright, and and then all that, and then dress in a see-through, and walk out through the door, and they should literally know. Amaya agupido kavanga uuri, and it should be gone for the night. The morning would come, knocks on the door, and Hosea would open the door for her, saying, "My never went. You understand what I'm saying? And and she comes in. Turn on my and, and, and then she, she takes a shower and all that and th- and life carries on like that. And she conceives, gives birth to a child and goes back. So, so that's what is going on. So now God is saying, no, I think we will, yes. What I'm going to do is I'm going to, I'm going to hedge her with thorns. I'm going to make thorns on the right, thorns on the left. And then build a wall around her so that she cannot find her path. So that she cannot go to her lovers anymore. Anyway. And then, it's, and then the Bible says in verse 9 in my Bible, it says, Then she will chase after her lovers, but she will not overtake them. She will seek them, but not find. Then she will say, let me go and return to my first husband, for it was better for me then than now. But she did not realize that I myself gave her the grain, the wine, and the fresh oil. Now God is talking about his father. I love the shonar silver, also oh, God, which they made into bar. Therefore, I'll return and take back my grain in its season and my new wine at its appointed time, and I'll snatch away my wool and my linen from covering her nakedness. So now I'll uncover her lewdness to the eyes of her lovers, and no one will rescue her from my hand. I'll also put an end to all her rejoicing, her feast, her new moon, her shabbat and all her appointed feasts, I also devastated her vines and her fig trees, of which she said, "These are my payment, my that my lovers have given to me." But I will return to them. I will turn to them in into a thicket and piece of the field would devour them. Then I will punish her for the days of the barim to whom she would burn incense, adorning herself with her rings and jewelry. Going after her, after her lovers, but me, she forgot. It is a declaration of her command. So then I myself will entice her. I'll bring her into the wilderness and speak to her heart. I'll give her back her vineyards from there and make the valley of Ako a door of hope. She'll respond there, as in the days of her youth, and as in the day she came up out of the land of Egypt. In that day, it is the declaration of Adonai, you will proclaim my husband and never again call me my bond. Then I'll remove the names of the barim out of our mouth, no longer to be mentioned by their name. In that day, I'll make a covenant for them with the beasts of the field, the flying creatures in the sky and the creeping things on the ground. I'll break into pieces the bow and the sword and warfare from the land. I will cause them to lie down securely. Then I will betroth you to me forever. Yes, I will betroth you to me with righteousness, justice, covenant loyalty and compassion. I will betroth you to me with faithfulness. And you will know Adonai. So it will be in that day, I will respond. It is a declaration of Adonai. I'll respond to the skies and they'll respond to the earth. And the earth will respond with grain, new wine, and fresh oil. And they will respond with Israel. I'll sow her in the land for myself. I'll have compassion on Lolo And I'll say to Lolo Ami, You are my people. And I'll say, My God. The ones that he said, You are not my, mine. You are not mine. And I'm not yours. Since finally I will remember my covenant and I'll go back. And I'll come back and I'll say to them, "You so, know, now. now we'll, we'll finish shortly." So then, Goma, Goma then went away. She left. So she left here with the children who was there, and then she went and uh, got went, went out with another man. So then God spoke to Hosea again after she had left. So God said, okay, you know what, Hosea? Now I want you to go back and get her back. All right, so let's go to chapter three. Buying back his wife. Literally, he had to go and buy back. because okay, so of this one. Then Adonai said to me, go again. Love a woman who is loved by a companion just as yes, Adonai has loved the children of Israel. while well, they were turning to other gods and loving, raising kids. So I bought her for myself for 15 shekels of silver and an omer and half of barley. Then I say to her, and I think her was there. So he says to her, says, then I say to her, for many days, it must be still. It must not have supposed to be. It must not be without a sin. Then, for the children of Israel, will remain for many days without a king, without place, without sacrifice, without sacrifice, without getting a Afterwards, the children of Israel and they will see then therefore, they will to the man in the of In, uh, and and the story continues. I'm not going to go back there. But two thousand years later, the same price that we see here, that Hosea is, because of everything that Hosea was doing is prophetic. The same price God is showing, He says, You know what? I'm going to pay this. Even though the children of men have been afflicted and have uh, they are And I will then speak later on a little bit about it. So later on last week, then we saw in Matthew twenty. and that they had conviction. and my prayers at this morning, irrespective of anything going on around us we must have the full conviction that Jesus can and will do what he says he will do when he says I will heal he will heal when he says, I will restore, he will restore. When I say, I will give you back. I, I, when I read this story, I read about Goma. I said, God, if you can go to this extent, then there is absolutely nothing that you cannot do. Hallelujah. When he says, I will restore, I will heal, I will serve. And, and you know what? Sometimes salvation looks cheap. But when you begin to look we saw in Mark chapter 1, 40-42 that this gentleman he had leprosy. He believed the Lord could do anything else but somehow he had a feeling that the Lord was not willing. Until the Lord speaks to him and he says, oh, I don't And I was saying, you are speaking a thing. Because there are moments when we just get to a point that we don't believe anymore. And as little faith as we can have in those moments, God is able to save us. Then we saw in Matthew chapter 8, 28 to 34, and Luke chapter 8, 36, 39. The guys are demon possessed. and, 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 And the demon even begins to say, What have we to do with you, Jesus, Son of God? Have you come here to torment us before our time? And they did they did not even believe. Me. All of the other one had a little had a little And then I believe. The other one had conviction, but but this one. And I said, this is a situation. And my, my word as when we're finishing. Was this and, and but Saul of Tarsus, when he hated the believers, he hated the people. And, and he did not even think that one day he would ever be an apostle of Christ. My wife was sharing with me a story. Uh, about, uh, the e. And there are some people. Who <laughs> did And I, I recall my day my And uh, uh, So that's the there was a group, and then they said, they were very proud to say that they are in hell. And, and what is amazing? Some of the people who cared nothing about God. Today they are born again. And my wife says one of the persons who really posts on them. And again, scriptures, even some preaching on them. He says, Honey, he said, You would never, ever, ever thought in your life that you were with God. And I said, oh. and, and that's God. And, and when I look at things like those, I begin to say, What about us who have been walking with God all this time? Really, it's True, the first shall be last, and the last shall be last. And if we will right, I don't say last We you can say. That you finish this place. Right? Why? Why? It would be a total waste of life to die without the last. It would be a total waste. Of life. Because one day this word it looks like it's not, but it is. A lot of the things point towards the end of the age. I said, why should somebody else suffer eternal damnation passing out of this world as soon as we are going to pass without being sprinkled with the blood of Christ? And forgiven of sins. Because that's what we need. But today, to look again at compassion, we'll only look at one story. I should several other the story, I just but I felt what I needed to go to the zero in on one story. Let's go to the book of Luke. Luke chapter 7. Because we also need to have Luke chapter 7. The previous day, uh, we are going to read from verse 11 to verse 15. The previous day, Jesus was in Bethlehem, and uh, the centurion sent out people for Jesus to come and pray for him and pray for his uh, servant. And the people, when they went to Jesus, said, This one, the words were like, The one for whom you should do this is decent. He loves our nation. But then let on, the centurion said, do let me see. So that was all And Jesus said, I've never seen this Then in uh messy. Now it happened the day after that he went into a city. And many of his disciples went with him, and a large crowd. And when he came near the gate of the city, behold a dead man was being carried out, the only son of his mother and was. Out. And a large crowd from the city was with him. When the Lord saw her. He had compassion on her and said to her, Takum. Then he came and touched the open coffin, and those who carried him stood still. And he said, "Young man, I say to you, arise." So he was dead. So he who was dead sat up and began to speak. Sending him to his Then fear came upon all. And they glorified God saying, A great prophet has risen out of And God has visited his people. And this report about him went throughout all Judea. And all were surrounded. Amen. Now, Basically, what's going on here is Jesus is on his usual missionary trip. As I explained, he's come from Capernaum and now, come from. As he's coming in, he meets a funeral procession. To this day, I, the other day I tried to explain what happened. that they don't equal the Rabbi, John, and I to follow full of them, and it's an optimal very significant in the most the So as they are coming, Jesus says this position. This is the only son. So, so for the mother, this is our only comfort. And the only no one is no Now she is. And, and there are some things in that you look And and that's the situation he is in. And and the Bible says when, when Christ got hold of the story, he had compassion on the woman. That that he had he had to act. I have told you, mercy is the fruit of compassion. He had to act, and he had to go and speak to this young man who was dead on a coffin, going to be buried. And he says, young man. tells us, he who was dead sat up and began to speak and Jesus takes him and presents him to his mother. I continue my prayers and may God show something to this woman. Because when you look at this woman, this is I, I I try to think. Remember, we talked about compassion, is trying to put yourself inside the skin of somebody. And and I'm saying, what is going on in her life? Her husband is gone. The only hope she had is now dead. She is growing old. And this is a young man. She was hoping he's gonna hold my hand in my old age. She he is my comfort and my hope and my everything else. And now she he is also gone. And now this woman. Is all left by herself. But thank God she met Jesus. Because when they left the home, all the large crowd that was with her, they, this was the end of it. The only difference came in when they met Jesus by the gate. That's the only time the difference came in. And when you look at all these things, is that there are people in this church. There are people in life. Who all they have done is that they have wept and wept and worked, And I can identify with this woman. That possibly she came to a point. Whereby she could not weep anymore. There are moments when you cry and cry and cry. And you no longer cry. And the only thing that comes out in me is Because you don't have any more energy to cry. The power to cry is gone. And the only thing you can be. And sometimes. And things are going on in your head. And when things are going on in your head. You even come to the point where. You don't know what to think. And when you come to the point what not to think. You think about everything. And that's the situation she is in. The only difference comes in. Because she has met Jesus. With heart. So she is desolate. Her help. Her only comfort for her old age. Is now dead. And when Jesus saw her. That's what the Bible says. When Jesus saw her. He was moved with compassion. And it was the act of mercy. Because he was moved with compassion. That Jesus restored her son. And that's why I am saying. With somebody this morning, and restore things in your life that you have given up on. You think nothing else can come back to life. And you know what? All your weeping. Some of us we have worked for that We have prayed. I have met parents who have prayed and prayed and prayed. I've got, got, got a message from somebody else. And when I dug a little bit into the story, I discovered that the parents have cried before God. The, the sisters have cried before God. Everybody has cried before God. And everybody else has gone to the point of, okay, let's just keep weeping, we cry for ungodly sons and converted daughters, wayward husbands and wayward wives and wayward everything else. The Lord sees those tears. Sometimes we think God doesn't see. The challenge is because the things get worse worse and worse and worse and worse and worse and we think God doesn't see. But I want you to know God sees. And there's a time when God is moved with compassion that he has to come. Our prayers never go on the worst. There is a time when God will come in. And sometimes when you are weeping, you are weeping alone. And sometimes you sit in a church like this. And you are enjoying the message. You are enjoying the word. And, and your cry is like, Lord. And as he was tender with the mother, my prayer is that let him also be tender with you. There is a moment when God will come through and dry your tears and give you consolation. Why? Because he is the God who is moved by compassion. Nothing else, compassion. Hallelujah. and And and, in any things... That we God sees. The things that you have got at the point What do you have And you meet people and all people tell you that not worry. It's not well. do tell you it's not. It's not well. you, you've done everything, 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 everything. I read a story yesterday, something Lots of two guys who were in the same class. One of them they, they attended an accounting account course of the graduated year. And then later on, as, as life happened, the lady is now working and she is earning $5,000 a month. Putting on the best. Interest. And she's really, she's really doing like This guy now is driving a taxi. So, black started taxi, a taxi stops. But you know the way we are busy these days. You have a lot of questions to ask, but you don't know how to answer. So, the, at that point in time, the story goes like: uh, the lady wants to play, and the guy refuses. And he says, what the lady can say is that this is Actually, what he ends at the end of the month is actually more than her because her money is also taxed. You understand? And then the story continues: when they of the ladies. You know, and she was busy taking the body and both and all that. And the gentleman sits again on his bed and he says. And, and, and he's beginning But also, he doesn't know that all she earns is only $5,000. And actually, he earns me. But because he smelled the perfume, and he saw the designer clothes, and he saw everything else, in his head, he is thinking she earns very likely not less than $10,000, 15000 month. This lady... She is seated, she is busy feeling sorry for him, thinking like life has really treated him, but I there must be a story, without knowing that he is the one who is earning actually more than all. And life is not a competition. Hallelujah. Life is not a competition. There are things that you have cried before God. And I want to encourage somebody today. You have cried before God. And those tears, God has seen them. And he knows the desires of your heart. And the Bible says, delight thyself also in the Lord. And he shall give you the desires of your heart. There is a day when God will visit you. And your life will become just Hallelujah. The Bible tells us, though the mountains be shaken and the hills be removed, yet my unfailing love for you will not be shaken, nor my covenant of peace be removed. We have seen it in the life of God, says the Lord. It says, My covenant of peace shall be Hallelujah. And, and then one thing is that the Lord knew we are going to be very forgetful. And that one day he, he knew. He knew we would be very forgetful. And he was eventually moved with compassion without our power, forgetfulness. And that's what led him to institute the Lord's Supper. The reason why we sit around the Lord's Supper is that we can sit around a table Break the bread, pour, pour the wine, and remembrance of it. In Luke chapter 22, verse 14, the Bible says, When the hour had come, he sat down and the 12 apostles with him. Then he said to them, With fervent desire, I have desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. And I've told you, there is always a price. Somebody has to pay the price. Either the redeemed or the redeemer. Somebody has to pay the price. And Jesus knows, I need to pay the price for these people to be restored, to be healed, to be served, to be delivered, to have everything else come back in their life. Verse 16 For I say to you, I will no longer eat of it until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. Then he took the cup and gave thanks, and said, Take this and divide it among yourselves. For I say to you, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. And he took the bread, gave thanks, and broke it, and gave it to them, saying, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Likewise, he also took the cup after supper. Saying, this calf is a new covenant in my blood, which is shed for you. And you understand more about the new covenant when you go to Jeremiah chapter 31, you read this 31, you But the Lord knew, the Lord knew that as long as we are human beings, we forget. And one of the things we forget about is his compassion. He is the God of compassion. Hallelujah. How do we Stuff like this. When you look at what is going on with COVID 19, very, very American, dear, proud of our friends, which we lift This friend is a They had the court had to to suspend uh, uh, the 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 had been found in Boston, COVID-19. and the uh, in the And the there is another the in the the yesterday the 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 You listen to the uh, speech last night by the president, you begin to understand this and and you can actually begin to question to to He did not hear. He heard now here is the common with all his glory. The worst Worst is yet to come. The Bible tells us that there is a future self-made period that is coming. That is common. That one hasn't come yet, it is coming. But at the end of the tribulation period, the Bible tells us that Jesus Christ will descend from heaven. And he will come down on earth and he will deal with evil. And after he has dealt with evil, he is going to establish a thousand-year kingdom which we call the millennium. That hasn't happened yet. But I think all this we see today is a progression, Because the worst is coming. There is a seven-year period coming. And it's a period that you don't want to be here. It's, it's, it's going to be worse. People are not going to buy unless they have a Mark of the Beast. It's, it's going to be traumatic. It's going to be hard. It will be sad to be left. Amen? It would be very, very sad to be left. But after that seven year period, Jesus would descend. He will come. And when He has come, He will deal with evil. All this evil you see today, one day there will be no evil, there will be a kingdom the Lord will establish here on planet earth and he will reign from new Jerusalem and he will unify the whole world and he will transform the nations and he will give us a preview of eternity. When he comes back, we'll come with him. We'll come with him. All the people who have died, they will come with him. Those who have died in Christ, on that day, they will come with him. And they are going to see this new thousand year reign of Christ on planet earth. They will see it. And he's going to see all oh, the promises made in the book. When, they when he says, I, I was in Jerusalem, I was in Israel the other year, as you recall. It's amazing, nice you meet Jews, And one of the things you can actually, if you, you really want to provoke is try to do Some of the ministry, they walk their lines It's of if we are trying to preach, uh, some fishermen. And, and they hate it. And they hate it because there are things that they have gone through. In the name of that, they killed Jesus. So they don't, a lot of them don't want to hear anything about In 2018, we were told that out of the nation of over 6 million Jews, only 25,000 And these are the people that God, God, Say, these are my people. And and what we read in Hosea, wherever he says, and they are going to say, I am their God, and they are my people. One day, it's going to happen. Jesus is going to come. Jeremiah says this. Says, the millennium will be a time of great peace. It will also be a time of prosperity. There will be no economic meltdown, thousands. And the answer says the whole world will be economically healthy, and the land of Israel will flourish beyond anything imaginable out come. Today we think Israel is flourishing. There will be no more war with Iraq. There will be no more Hezbollah. There will be no more Hamas. There will be no more Fatah. There will be no more whatever Jordan. There, there, there will be no more. No more, no more. It, it will be a time that. Amazing, amazing. Day. And you know, that's the thing we need to look forward to with much greater anticipation. Because things are going to get better. And things are going to get much better. When we are here and now, going through what we are doing, we can actually see God has given up for us. God has given up us. God has given up for the sons of God. No, He is not. He is not. And, and, and God then therefore says to us be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as the Christ. Just as in Christ, God forgave you. So all these things that are happening, God says, I'm teaching you. I'm teaching you to become like me. I'm teaching you to become like me. I'm teaching you to become like me. In 1 John chapter 3, verse 18 it says, Dear children, let us not love with words or time, but with actions Those who are Easy, easy, easy. That's, that's the reason why that spirit is basically to the you do it is just and say, to Just you just You just make it a point and I'm going to. Trying to be more to show no gouie, it's And if you listen to this story example like, so And and the boy was known to look back. You see. And, uh, Then there's another thing we are now in A-Camp, where they go to the shooting. so the that thing they to the shooting. They went to the time. Did you get any what I'm saying? by clothes that has to wear So you get it. Right. So they went for that. Show. And I remember the day when he when Namadi was coming he and say, an FDA strategy is giving the you that that means something that you can do is not and it's going to be And, and, and the Lord just turned his mind around. Then there is another another boy, hears about him, right? So he goes and shows up and doesn't find the man and meets Master again. <laughs> and, uh, and then they are told, uh, so they're asking he and all that, and then he's trying to explain all that, and then i to When you see what he has done for the God-Man, he is doing it. Now, I'm sharing all this because I'm not going to be able post He is doing something. He's doing better than us. You say. you to be one one. Gonna- I think the church, if we were to become be a There's another young people in the the He said, "Yesterday is." Never she's just... But she's really amazing. She was She she was teaching the kids how to make face And and they're... And some of the pictures you see and they're, houses, and they're like, and some of the people who are even championing the cause of religion putting like, when you see the thing, they have nothing to do with God. And everything. All we do is we give up our eyes. So you might show us the same. But in the mighty name of Jesus, we want to pray for the Holy Communion. We want to pray for the Holy Communion. Sometimes, Lord, the full meaning of Holy Communion may never happen. But you did this so that we can understand. The mercy we talk about today is actually the fruit of compassion. No wonder in Matthew chapter 9, when you saw the multitude, the Bible says you saw them as sheep without a shepherd, And you had to cry and say, pray the Lord of others that he sends laborers into his house. You say, for the harvest is plenty, but the laborers are few. And what you're speaking to us today, God, is to say, you want us to go into the harvest field because the laborers are few. And how do we go into the lever into the harvest field, Lord? Through the acts of God. That we can show compassion. Your word says, You will have compassion on whom you will have compassion, you will show mercy on whom you will show mercy. And that's the an incense of the bread, and that's the an incense of the cup. We have seen what you did to Goma. We have seen what you did to that widow of nine. We have seen God. What we've done over and over, and some of the people, God, we see them portraying what God you're doing, and the people that we live with even in this day. Lord, we pray in Jesus' mighty name that it will be comfort of us that will say, Lord, help us to do good, encourage some. Make a difference in somebody's life. That Lord, we know they cannot pay us back. We pray in Jesus' mighty name that every single day of our lives, we will try to do something for someone who can never repay us. Send us into the field. For the harvest. Is ready. The laborers are few. And yet we draw closer and closer to the day when the rapture will take Help us, God, not to become just the people who say, When the saints go marching, Lord, I want to be among the number. Help us, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. That would have said, We've been used over Let our whole life, oh God, every day we live, every breath that we breathe, let it show that you are our God. Let us, God, let let some of us cry and say, our Lord be the name of the Father. Because you have used us. Lord, help us to make a difference help us to make a difference. Let the Holy Communion today for those that are not well in body touch and heal them. Restore them. Let them have the conviction that just by partaking of the Holy Communion, the bread and the cup, they can actually experience healing in their body. We pray in Jesus' name that pressure will give way to the healing that comes from Every kind of sickness and disease. Those that have lost hope. Those that God we pray in Jesus name. That they will feel a touch. From the throne of grace. We magnify you. We lift up your name. In Jesus mighty name. We pray. Amen.